Good morning. This is once again Mornings in the Spirit with Pastor Doug. And I'm working through the Beatitudes. And this is the final Beatitude about being persecuted. And it is telling us in Matthew 5, verses 10 through 12, that we are truly blessed when we are persecuted for righteousness' sake. That when we are, when we are persecuted for the sake of Christ, uh, for the sake of our relationship with him, when our relationship with him and our actions, our behavior shames the world, the world is going to fight back. It's, that's, that's really, that's really just the way it is. And it has been that way since the time of the prophets, but even more intensely in the time of the church. And we are to find joy in this we are to find we are to find a blessedness when we are persecuted for the lives that we live in Christ now I want to read from Hebrews the 12th chapter and in the last podcast we talked about all of the Old Testament heroes of the faith who had truly endured so much at the hands of those who were their enemies in this spiritual warfare. And I want to I want to read uh, here starting with verse 1. These are powerful words. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Remember, Paul said that he had fought the good fight He had finished his course. He had finished the race and he had kept the faith. He had endured faithfully as an athlete endures the training and and the unbelievable kind of pains that they have to go through to be a champion. Uh, Paul looks on himself as a spiritual champion as one who is crossing the finish line and who is going to have this crown of righteousness. Now, it's not a a royal crown as much as it is the victorious crown, the crown that victors wear, all right? So he said, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and 
perfecter of our faith. Listen to these uh, kind of counterintuitive words. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. I'm going to read that again. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. If we suffer with Jesus, if we bear our cross as he bore his, we do this with joy. We are not going to lose heart. We are not going to grow weary because we know at the end of this endurance of spiritual battle, we will have heaven itself. Mm. I served as a chaplain in the Navy, but I I think I enjoyed most of all my time with the Marine Corps. I served with the 3rd Mardiv, 3rd Marine Division on Okinawa, and I, I served with three different, uh, three different battalions, and one of those battalions was combat engineers, and I had so much fun with those characters, and I I've often told people about blowing up mountains, and I don't know why that that brought me such joy. But uh, I was with my men. I was with this group of men who would die for one another. Yes, yes, indeed, they would willingly die for one another. And what I learned from those men was endurance with a purpose. And the purpose was to win against an enemy. But it was also to win against our own flawed selves. I remember particularly that fateful day when we were on a what they what the Marines called a hump. And it was on Okinawa, is in the summertime. The temperature was around 90 and the humidity was higher than that. It was an oppressive day. We were uh, in pretty much full packs. We, not quite, but we had probably 60, 70 pounds on our backs. And 
I was in the rear of the column and one of my jobs was to make sure that the Marines that were ready to give up were encouraged and that I would do whatever I could to motivate them to continue the race. Uh, I saw heroism that day, not because we were fighting an enemy, but because we were preparing, we, <clears throat> we were training so that when the time came, if the time came for us to truly be in a physical battle, we would already have fought the psychological battle and the emotional battle. And we would have bonded with our, our brothers in arms. And I remember that several of the young Marines were, oh man, they, they just wanted to give up. They were unseasoned and they were unprepared and they just, they just flat out didn't understand how much it would take to complete 15 miles in 90 degree heat and 95 degree humidity. And so they were ready to give up. And the first sergeant was a fellow scuba instructor with me. And we knew each other very, very well. And <laughs> I laughed. Even today, he came back uh, from his uh, front position in the column, came all the way back to where I was. And he looked at me and he said, Chaplain, we love pain. We love pain. Say it with me, Chaplain. We love pain. <laughs> and uh, so he said, come run with me, chaplain. Come run with me. And I thought, you know, this guy is nuts. I have already suffered about as much as I want to suffer. I have already helped numerous Marines to continue the march. And this guy wants me in a full pack with combat boots to run with him. And I said, you bet, First Sergeant, that's run. We ran from the back of the column to the front. And <laughs> both of us turned as we were walking and said to the colonel, Colonel, sir, we need more pain. We need to walk faster. And, uh, <laughs> oh my, then we ran to the back of the column. But do you know, do you know that not 
not one Marine dropped out of that column. Some afterwards had to have fluids given intravenously, but no no one quit because the enemy that was oppressing us that day was a spiritual enemy that could only be defeated by spiritual power forcing the physical body to go beyond what we thought could be endured. So today, I would encourage you to look at the things that the early church endured for the cause of Christ. To look at what Paul endured for the cause of Christ. To look at what Jesus endured for our salvation to purify us and to transform us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So I ask you, when you get ready to give up, don't you dare do it. Because there is no joy in giving up. There is no joy in being defeated by our own fear and weakness and flawed natures. There is only joy when we've finished the course, when we have kept the faith, when we have agonized the good agony, Paul said, there is laid up for me, therefore in heaven, crown of righteousness, a crown of righteousness, but not for me only, but for all of those who love his appearing and his kingdom. So, my friends, we love pain. The pain that is caused by our righteous lives confronting Satan himself. We love that pain. When you give up, when you feel like giving up, you, you come run with me. 
Amen. Amen. Tomorrow is another day. <laughs>